podcast the show about anything and everything this is lucas and let's see what topic we can get into today we talk about movies songs video games board games food books personality traits animals history anything and everything you can think of so sit back relax because we are just here to have a good time it's time to feel that christmas morning feeling Christmas is just around the corner, and if you haven't started listening to Christmas music, or if you haven't started watching Christmas movies, then what is wrong with you? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you could be doing that, but uh, you might be looking around them, you know, looking through the mountains of Christmas movie content on every streaming platform. There's just so many. I don't know how people keep up with it. But if you happen to have Apple TV, you know, because everyone has Apple TV no one does uh that is the one there's one show that i should recommend over all of them and that is spirited the new christmas movie with will ferrell and ryan reynolds in this episode we're going to be talking about what we expected and what we thought about it uh back with me today is jonathan how are you doing jonathan i'm doing good i'm excited to be back it's nice to have you back now everyone jonathan would like me to tell you that there are spoilers so be prepared for that <laughs> He said specifically to, to mention it. So I can't control what I'll say. So, <laughs> What does that mean, you can't control what you'll say? It means I will think of something and I will say it. And it oh. might be a spoiler and it might not be. I mean, I feel like this is a movie that can be spoiled for you. I mean, I guess it could. I mean, there's definitely some twists and turns that I wasn't expecting. Um, so I guess if you don't want it to be spoiled... One, don't look it up <laughs> on Google <laughs> or or anything, because it will be spoiled for you. Um, two, uh, don't listen to this quite yet. Um, go go watch it and then come back and listen to this and and hear our opinion of it. Um, so yeah, there there's your there's your uh, man. Two minutes in, man. I think this is the earliest I've ever given a spoiler warning. Usually, I'm like halfway through talking about it and then I'm like, oh hey, by the way, you might not want to listen to this if you're into don't want to do spoilers so that's why i warned you oh, well i told see, you to warn them yeah you just need to do it every time because i tend to forget till we're halfway through like like i've said um so i guess um when did when did you first hear of this like was was there a time that you first heard of this spirited movie like two days before you told me to watch it Oh, really? Um, and it wasn't like I didn't watch the trailer. I just saw, I didn't even know it was a musical. I saw that Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds were doing a Christmas Carol movie. Type and, movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I kind of forgot about it until you mentioned it again. Yeah. I feel like this movie was... Um, very drawn out in in like timing advertisement wise because you remember that little like little tiktok video thing of like i could be brown i could be blue like that one oh my gosh yes yes and they I did think that that was this i think they made that when they were recording or when they were making this whoa yeah 
that was a while back. Yeah, that's like, I mean, was it, it's been a popular thing for what, like three, Probably, two, two years now? I don't remember. A long time, let's just say that. So, like, we all we all knew there was a new movie coming out with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds because they did that thing, and you're like, okay, this is random. Like, did, no one ever thought like why they would be doing that together. Uh, I forgot about it. <laughs> I was like, I oh, that's too. cool. Um, so this has been in the works, obviously, for a long time, but, uh, I, for one, didn't even watch the trailer on it. Did you ever see a trailer? No, I didn't watch it. Yeah, me neither. I didn't even know there was one. Um, so I knew nothing about it. I was just going into it blind. I was like, oh, hey, Will Ferrell. Oh, hey, Ryan Reynolds. They're both good actors. Let's see what this is. And it's a Christmas movie, I think, because, you know, it's around Christmas time and it's called Spirited. So I didn't even know it was a, like a, I didn't even know it was like a Christmas Carol knockoff type of thing. Yeah, I just I don't, I don't know. I can't quite remember where I saw it. It might have been just me scrolling through Instagram and they had a little picture of like their cover. And a, mm. and they said it was like a Christmas Carol retelling or something. Hmm. I think the first time that I actually, like, saw Spirited, I'm pretty sure it was just, like, coming to Apple TV. Like, that type of thing. I don't think I ever... I, usually, they have them on, like, YouTube ads. Like, usually, you're you're th- going through YouTube and you see ads of new movies. Um, That's how, I, to be honest, that's how I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy, the new trailer for that. And that's how I watched the new trailer for Indiana Jones. Because I was just watching like a YouTube video and an advertisement went up and I said, oh, what's this? Oh, it's the trailer. Let me watch it. And then I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I moved on. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even go out of my way to try to find the specific trailers. I watched it. So, um, I mean, I guess that's that's what, you know, it's made to do. Um, So, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't seen anything about it. So, I was floored when the first thing that I see or hear in the show is a musical number right i was not expecting it to be a musical well yeah i didn't really have any uh like expectations going in except Mm -hmm. for the what you told me about when you had watched it yeah and just seeing like hearing the musical numbers start i was like oh my gosh yes well, you know, it's kind of funny because Ryan Reynolds is notorious for kind of doing weird stuff like that. Um, you know, in his movies, like he kind of adds like a weird thing that you wouldn't expect in his movie. But it's like it's from it's like incorporating some other type of movie thing. Does that make sense? Like it's you wouldn't expect it to be in the movie that you're watching with him in it. But he's pulling from other like. Movie ideas and so when the first song happened i was like oh this is fun he's just you know they're doing a musical number and then it's just going to be the movie from now on so i didn't even really grasp that it was a musical even with the first big song right like when uh the second song when will ferrell started to sing uh the presence lament um i was like oh my gosh is this a musical like that's when i finally like started to realize like oh is this Really? Is this going to be a musical? I'm kind of excited they're, for this. They're still singing. What's going on? Yeah, it's like, 
if there's two songs within the first five minutes, it's probably a musical. <laughs> right. So I was not expecting it. I was excited after I saw it. And I thought I like started off really strong. I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually really good. It's like, what is going on? Because I just wasn't expecting it at all. So, uh, and of course, you said you weren't expecting it to be a musical. Right. And then I freaked out when I saw who wrote the music for the show, um, which I don't know. Do you care if we talk about that? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, let's talk about so, it. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to say his name right, wrong, but Pesic and Paul, um, who did the music for Greatest Showman, Dear Evan Hansen, La La Land, um, like they wrote the music for the show and their ensemble numbers you can kind of tell they're very choral driven in the background which is amazing yeah i mean i guess if you you know saw that the saw that they were involved in this in the movie you'd probably think oh this is a musical but i guess if you didn't think about that like you didn't see their names and you probably wouldn't know right and I mean, but, as soon as I saw their names, I freaked out because I was like, <laughs> this makes me so happy. I didn't know this was happening. Now, when did you see their names? Was it, was it like halfway through or was it like in the I, beginning or did you like look it up or something? No, I think it's, it was in the opening credits during oh, the first it? musical number. Yeah. Oh, I was too busy focusing on all the dancing and everything. And Will Ferrell singing. I mean, I know he can sing, but like. I think he did a pretty dang good job. He did. He nailed it. Like, well, of course, we'll we'll talk about that later. But uh, but yeah, I just thought it was going to be a movie. Of course, Ryan Reynolds is very good at making movies. I you know I actually just watched uh, Free Guy. Oh yeah, like a couple months ago, um, with uh, Ariel, and I was like, this movie is so good. It was it was amazing. It's, like, not even good. Like, it's an upper level of good. I mean, not amazing, but, like, it just kind of fits into that nice, like, oh, this is a solid movie that I'll watch again and be like, yeah, this is good. Um, well, because it's funny, but it's not, like, dumb funny. And Yeah, like, it's good. It's good writing. And, I mean, there's just something about Ryan Reynolds and his movies that he makes. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about it. And so coming from Free Guy, and then, of course uh ariel really likes will ferrell um and so she's she was really excited to watch it and so when it came out i was like hey we should watch it and uh and so i was kind of just expecting to be a fun light-hearted christmas movie and i you know what to be honest with you i was expecting you know obviously i was expecting uh will ferrell's character you know a christmas present to just be the normal fix you know ryan reynolds character you know just be the same story of oh well obviously he's bad and he's gonna try to fix him and yada 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 i didn't expect all the other twists and turns right like so i mean and you did mention there was a twist in the middle of the movie um Mm -hmm. and yeah i i'm glad it wasn't just like another remake it was kind of fresh and new yeah yeah there, yeah it was just i i was glued to the tv the entire time i think i told you that yeah 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 
Ariel kind of trailed off a little bit because I don't know how into musicals she is. I think she enjoys them, but, you know, for certain people... Okay, just warning, if you do not like musicals, then you probably won't like this. If you don't like a lot of singing in your movies, then, it's, then this is the movie that's not for you. I'm sorry. And that's what I kind of tell people when I recommend this movie to them. I say, oh my gosh, this movie's so good, but do you like singing in movies? Because <laughs> if you do, if you like that, then you will love this. If you don't like that, well, you probably shouldn't watch it. Because, I mean, it reminded me of the first time. Because I back in my youth, I didn't realize some things, and I remember buying the movie Mamma Mia, and not realizing it was a musical. <laughs> until i watched it and i was like oh my i, I remember telling my mom i was like mom did you know this is a musical she's like yeah and i'm like oh i didn't realize that you mean so it, it was all very the songs much like, of abba yeah from the songs of abba yeah but it was very much like that where i had no idea this was a musical until two songs in, and i was like oh shoot this is a musical so anyway let's talk about the story and the acting and everything um kind of the premise of the story it like we said it's a kind of a christmas carol knockoff where you know they come in and then they change the life of a person that's angry and bitter and blah 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 blah. uh and then they come in and they change you know show their life and make them humble and you know change their life for the better whatever but there's a really there's really kind of nice spins on it because this is kind of like a how do you how do you want to explain it it's kind of like a like a production almost right like it's the part of being in the afterlife it's one of the jobs they have there is uh every year they research this person and they have to go and do what kind of happened in the christmas carol um visit them by christmas past present and yet to come mm -hmm. and um so it, it's it is kind of like a production and that they have like crew spirits and like changing the scenery and all that um the person just doesn't usually get to see all that yeah 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 they just kind of it's just it's very much like the christmas carol except you know they just see their past present and future they don't see all the all the backstage business right and yeah. here you get to which is a lot of fun yeah that is really fun um, so obviously the ghost of Christmas present is played by Will Ferrell and he's kind of the main person for this story. Um, and, uh, I mean, I was intrigued cause I was like, well, I mean, cause in the, in his first song, his presence lament, you know, he talks about and sings about, um, you know, retirement and, he could retire and go back to his life, but could he be the better person that he was? Did you ever think, like, don't spoil it, but, like, did you, like, was there a moment where you were like, oh, I know who he is? No. Me neither. Which, I will mention something when we do talk about it, because when I rewatched it, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but, yeah, I didn't catch up, I didn't pick up on that on the first run through. Yeah, me neither. Um... And, uh, so yeah, it was interesting. So, uh, then pretty much you go, he goes through, he tries to change Ryan Reynolds character's life. Cause Ryan Reynolds is a, I don't even like, he's a, he's a person who 
you you seem to know what profession he is because I think I, I can't really explain his profession. He causes discord um, between like for publicity usually, um, like with misinformation and uh, like digging up dirt on people. Uh, so, is there like a specific name for that? Like is is there? I don't know. Um, meddling. I don't know. He's he's a meddler. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a professional Slander. meddler. Um, he because he can like he talks to people about how they can promote their business by bringing aggression and yeah. lies into their marketing, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of like one of the like the third song is what that's all about. And then, yeah. like, just digging up dirt on people between celebrities. Like, they do a thing with Ed Sheeran and uh, Billie Eilish. And, like, mm-hmm. the managers of those two singers are in on it. So it's, like, that's what he gets paid to do is. He gets paid to make up something for publicity. either against someone or for someone. Yeah, pretty much. To kind of get more popularity from them or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's a bad man. <laughs> <coughs> excuse me and um and he needs to be fixed and really like they're trying to figure out and it's it's kind of funny because they change one person every year imagine how long that would take what do you like they, they well they focus on one person every year so they focus on the person they change their life or they don't and then they pick someone else new so they do one person every year Right, and like they do a montage of the year passing, and them researching him. That do they really need a whole year's worth of research? That seems like a lot. I must say, yeah, that is a lot. I, I feel like they people... could figure him out pretty quickly. And think of how many people that could change, you know, in a year period. Right. <laughs> so like, like that was kind of interesting. I was like, dang, it's like they really waste a lot of time just changing one person a year. That would take forever. You could be changing so many lives, but no. One a year. No, that's one our a year. Limit. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they do that. They change. <clears throat> they go to change his life, whatever. And then, of course, he's just so annoying and so like, just he he just picks and and picks at people and just knows how to, you know, push their buttons and stuff. That he that he's just so complicated that he's even like marked as a unredeemable. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my god. He doesn't believe people can change. He doesn't believe people can change. And therefore he can't change. Yeah. Yeah. Because humans are humans are who they are and then they can never change. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. So let's talk a little bit about the music, at least the first half of the um, of the show. Um, that 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 starting, um, you know, the opener. Mm hmm. That, that's a pretty good one yeah yeah the christmas morning feeling um it really just kind of get your juices flowing for <laughs> for the christmas movie you know right yeah it's because they talk about all the stuff that's good about christmas and it's just a really upbeat peppy song about christmas yeah and like you said, very big ensemble. Like I feel like there was an ensemble almost in every song. Yeah. Um they they have to do something with the ghosts. 
<laughs> no, which is really cool because like movie musicals don't always have to have an ensemble. Yeah. But like the dances in this, like the choreography just wanted like really would get you moving, you know? Yeah. If you weren't sitting in your seat watching a movie. Yeah. Which I feel like even The Greatest Showman, like, they had moments of ensemble, but it wasn't really, like, ensemble. Like, it was, like, the circus performers. Like, they didn't really have any ensemble-based stuff. Well, This Is Me is practically, like, the side characters of the show. It's not even, like... It's not even the ensemble. Um, well, I was gonna mean, it's not, like, the main characters. Oh, yeah. Like, Hugh Jackman and stuff but even then i wouldn't consider them the ensemble right no but i just you know mean, what like, I mean like it's kind of weird they're kind of like a they're kind of like a subsection like they're not the ensemble but they're not the leads right yeah i was oh. i just mean like because they're not the main characters but yeah. this most popular song in the show was from the ensemble and while this movie doesn't really have that the ensemble does so much yeah for the show like you mentioned before we started um they did most of the dancing so the main characters wouldn't have to yeah and i don't think really anybody did any dancing except for like ryan reynolds character he did a lot of his dancing um and uh i think will might have done some dancing like movement dancing like in the end, like in the finale, or maybe in his like solo songs, but I don't think he ever like fully like went out and danced. But I don't think I don't know. Did Ryan ever like fall out and dance? I think he did. Um, not not really, really to the extent as I can't think of a part where he did. It was mainly movement, movement, stylized movement, yeah. um, which looked good. They do both have this little. They call it tap. I thought it was like soft shoe, but oh, in yeah. in Good Afternoon. Yeah, it was, it was um, definitely soft shoe. So that was probably the most dancing I saw them do. Yeah. Because even in the end, it's just movement. movement. Yeah, I thought that maybe Ryan was doing a little bit of dancing in the Bringing Back Christmas song. Because there was a lot going on in that song, to there, be honest. There is a lot. Um, I yeah. think, no, I think he walked, he just mainly walked around the tables. Walked around. Anyway, so, you, so yeah, so the ensemble is very big in this show. They do a lot of dancing. They're just, they're there to carry the song. They're there to carry the, 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 the lead singing the song, pretty much. Um christmas morning feeling great great opener you know talking about that christmas morning feeling that we all feel when we wake up christmas morning we're happy and you know getting presents and whatever um i already kind of mentioned presents lament um you know that's when he was kind of you know thinking he should retire and kind of his dreams very much exposition based kind of telling us like what he wants in life or or death or he wants to be alive again and, you know, fall in love with a woman, yada, 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 have a family. Um, bringing Back Christmas, it's so good. I love it. That's the it. first song that Ryan sings. 
that's the one I've probably listened to the most. Since oh, really? It. Yeah. Yeah, my the next one is the one that I'm stuck on, which is so funny to me. But we'll get to it. <laughs> um, but bringing back Christmas, it's all uh, it pretty much sets up Ryan to a T, and I think Ryan's character. I think you might have to watch it twice. I think it's good to watch it twice, or at least because at first I was like, "What is he doing? Like, what is he talking about?" Like, I was very confused on what he was, like, what he was doing. Like, was he trying to help them? Was he trying to not help them? Like, it's very, it, it is very manipulative. Even while watching it, you're like, wait a second, is he helping them or not? Right. <laughs> so I think that's the point of it. But um, pretty much he's talking about how, I think, I think it's the what, I think it's like the, the natural tree organization or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh. You know, they're angry because all their numbers are down because people aren't buying their trees. And he's all like, well, yeah, because people are buying fake trees and you need to be, you know, you need to be more aggressive in your sales technique and how it's not like it like you can have them like your product, but it's more than just liking your product. You have to sell them the idea, the American dream, you know, this, 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 this and this. And not only that, you have to make them hate your opponent <laughs> so right it was very interesting especially you know in the time that we live in i think it very much spoke a lot in a lot of different aspects there so right he basically started a christmas tree war to get yeah. people to buy real trees because it just occurred to me what it reminded me of the music man where he connects uh trouble you know he mm-hmm. connects simple everyday things to this problem to that problem and suddenly you got trouble right here in river city um it's like that where it's like first it's trees then it's this and next it's it's a fight for ethics and morality yeah and like yeah he just blows it up which i mean is his job but i just thought it was really funny yeah and i also think that ryan nailed his songs as well oh my gosh he was so good he was like i mean like yeah I don't know if I knew he could sing or not. Like, because if if I have seen that before, I don't remember it. Um, But dang, he did so good. Yeah. And his songs are so different from each other. They are. They are. I think everyone, like, we'll we'll talk about the next, uh, you know, the next actress actress that I want to bring up. Um, in a, in a second here, because we're going to talk about her song. Um, but I think they, I mean, of course they nailed the cast. Right. Like, well, I saw a comment where it was like, I'm surprised they cast non-singing people for a musical. And I was like, but they nailed You're it. not wrong. <laughs> like, what, what? who were they going to cast? Hugh Jackman? Like, I think, I think Will Ferrell, I, I will, I will say this. And I don't know if I should, but... This movie reminded me, at least Will Ferrell reminded me, of course, the movie Elf. You know, Will Ferrell's in another Christmas movie. (laughs) But, I mean, I just want to say, I'm not the biggest Will Ferrell fan. I I enjoy some of the movies that he's in. Uh, Have I seen every movie he's in? No. But I was super impressed with him in this movie. Right. I told my sister that. Because I was like, it's Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. I love Ryan Reynolds movies, but Will Ferrell is hit and miss for me with like 
they can be very crude and I don't enjoy that kind of humor. Yeah. But this movie was like, I loved him in it. Like, dare I say this is the best movie that I've ever seen him in. <laughs> Including Elf? Including Elf. Mm, you might have I mean, Elf was pretty dang good. You on that. But he, he wasn't singing in Elf. That's true. Okay, as a music theater person, sure. This is my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Yes. I mean, he just, it was just so good. Like, he did such a good job. I mean, of course, I know they probably altered his voice and whatever, you know, to make it more clear or whatever they do nowadays. But, like, if he, they... did, he did so good just acting wise and just, yeah, it, I thought it was right. good. If they did, I couldn't pick up on it. Like, you know how yeah. sometimes you can tell, um, dare I say, Aladdin, the live action version? <laughs> Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I couldn't pick up on if they did, like, have to tweak anything. Yeah. And I think that he did a really great job with the singing, especially like Pasek and Paul songs can be really difficult. Yeah. And he nailed it. And I think he had to. I mean, he he was the lead of the show. Like Ryan was there, but to be honest, the show was about. The Ghost of Christmas Present. Right. Like, really? So it was kind of on his shoulders. I mean, he carried himself very well. He carried the show very well. Um, I feel like I was going to say something else. Gosh, what was I going to say? Oh, man. Oh, I also feel like I was going to say that I feel like Will Ferrell can actually sing. Maybe not amazingly. Like, maybe not like Hugh Jackman or, you know, professional singers. But, like, he had to have sang at some point in time on his time in Saturday Night Live. Right. And so, you know, you could you can kind of hear him throughout the show, like, kind of putting his, like, it's like, oh, that's Will Ferrell. Like, you can hear that it's Will Ferrell. I don't know. There's just something about, like, his particular voice that just kind of fit the songs very well. And now, I don't know if that was, like, the writers? Now that you mention it, there's a very popular skit from snl where he is singing and i mean he's really good in that skit um so yeah you're exactly right he has done that before on snl um next one that i want to talk about is the lovely octavia spencer um she plays uh ryan reynolds assistant this might be weird but every movie i see her in i just want to a hug from her you know <laughs> like if i yeah. ever met her in person i would ask for a hug you're like can i have a hug please like i don't I don't want an autograph but can i have a hug please? i don't know how she is in real life but she just seems like the sweetest lady she really does and i haven't i mean i've seen her in a lot but like she's not she's not like the main actress usually like she's kind of like she's she's the main actress but she's kind of like off to the side of like a bigger named actress you know what i mean well, I think that depends on the movie you're watching. Uh, I guess it, yeah. I guess it depends. I guess all the movies that I've seen. If her you don't in, watch the yeah. movies where she's the lead, then yes. Oh, she's the lead in Ma, which is a horror thriller movie, and I would not want to hug from that character because. Well, I haven't seen that. So is she the lead in that one? She is. Then yes, I haven't seen that she's one. She's psychotic. So. Oh and gosh, she was amazing in that. She was amazing in that. But uh, I feel like she was strong even in this. Mm-hmm. 
like definitely strong and then her song the view from up from here it's probably close to my favorite song i could see that it's so good um just kind of talking about like you know where where we're going where we've come from you know the success that we've had in life sometimes we've had to do some things that we're not very proud of but you know we're we're here where we're at and and also like i think it also speaks to you know people who have a good job you know they get in the groove and they have a job that they you know they make good money and they they they're they're they have status but they are not very happy with their life, but yet they can't quit because, I don't know, there's just something about it. Like they just, they, they, they want to quit, but they just can't because of the money and the status. And even at the end of the song, she was like, I could walk out this door, you know, I could go, I could and quit because this is, you know, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm going to quit. She goes and knock on the door and you're like, just quit. And she can't do it. And so I feel like everyone at some point in time has had that feeling of, you know, I'm going to quit this job today because I just can't stand it anymore. And then they go to do it and they're like, I can't. Uh, every day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I agree with you how, um, like, her song is really great and about how money can't buy happiness because she's she has to do things she hates every day. Um, which sparked an argument with my roommate because he's like, if she's making that much money and working in New York and the thirtieth floor, yeah, she can suck it up and deal with it. I was like, that's not the point of the movie. Well, that's I mean that that's but that's it. That's that's the world that we live in. You know, some people they think you know that's not it's not wrong. It's not bad. But some people think if you are in that position and you make a lot of money, then you make a lot of money. Suck it up. Right. Like, what do you have to complain about? You know, it's, it, like... it's and it really just comes. I mean, we're going to get off topic a little bit because at least I am in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing but, it back um, in. Yeah, get back in my mind. Um, And that's, a, you know, some people, they consider, you know, that work, their work is their life. I have never been that person. Um, even if I make the most money in the world, you know, if I have a job that I make buku bucks and I, you know, and crazy, you know, wealthy, whatever, because of it work. If, 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 if someone were to say, Lucas, would you quit your job tomorrow? I'd be like, yes, <laughs> because work <laughs> is not my life. I, I'd rather live my life than work my life. Your boss so, doesn't listen to your podcast, does he? Well, it's, it's no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I don't want a job, but when it comes down to it, I am not, I'm not living to work. Right. I'm working to live. So, you know, and there's people and there's people that are different than that. People think that their life is their work and that's that's totally fine. That's totally fine. I'm not saying that's bad at all. But uh, but it is interesting to just kind of see uh, this perspective in the movie. Um, and then, of course, at the end of her song, she actually sees Will Ferrell's uh, character, which I wasn't expecting to happen. Right. Like. Like why? And does, I think it, does it ever explain it? Because he wanted to be seen by her. Oh. That's why she can see so him. Sweet. I know. That's why she can see uh, him, but she can't see like uh yet to come and pass right beside him. Yeah, we haven't even talked about those ghosts. <laughs> oh past. my gosh. 
the past or the future. Well, I mean, we're kind of working through the movies in a way. Um, so, so yeah, so that was really cute and kind of fun and they kind of hit it off really well. Um, and the present, you know, they kind of joke like, oh my gosh, you like her. And it's like, you can't, you can't like her. What are you doing? Um, you know, and he's like, I'm, I'm I'm the ghost of Christmas present. And she's like, oh, you're funny. Um, right. So don't tell her that. Yeah. She was She's just a super sweet person. I don't know if she is in real life, but but uh, she was in the movie. So, um, all right. So now we're talking about the next song in the show, and we should talk about the character too and the actor because I actually kind of want to talk about him. Um, Patrick Page. He's the one who plays um, the the lead, the person in charge of this production. Marley. I don't want to say his name yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't think anyone heard that, Jonathan. I don't think anyone heard that. Um, but uh, he he pretty much goes to haunt Ryan Reynolds first, of course, which is so good. I and mean, it's so good. And you don't know about it. I, even in that moment, I was like, man, this kind of is sounds familiar. But even then, I was like, I didn't recognize it. Really? Did you recognize it? Yes, because they say his name early on in the movie. Oh, do they? Yeah. Um, I must. I must have missed that. <laughs> and I mean, the first visit from a ghost for a Christmas Carol is uh, Jacob yeah. Marley. But one thing about Patrick Page is that I was really excited to see him because he voices he plays Hades Town, um, Hades in Hades Town. Ooh. And I love his voice. It's insane. I'm, I'm glad you knew him because I didn't know of him. I hadn't as, heard of him before. As soon as he started singing, I was like, I know that voice. Has he has he been anything else? Um Do you know? Yes, but I don't remember. Don't remember. Um what He else? has a phenomenal voice. Mm-hmm. And not I'm not talking about high tenor voice like everyone loves. I'm talking about a beautiful baritone bass voice. It's definitely bass. Oh my gosh! I think he got baritone at some point in time, you know, maybe singing in the in the ensemble numbers or whatever. But like his, oh my gosh! Sometimes I just listen to "Story of My Life," his version, just to hear his bass voice. It is so good. I kind of wish, spoiler, that they didn't interrupt it because, like, I know right. It's the only song. song that was interrupted. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he's in um in the Heights, but I don't remember Oh really? Him hmm. being in that. Yeah. So good. Great great song. I mean, great song for what it can be. It was only a, it's to be honest, it's only a great song because he does it phenomenally. Um just hearing that bass, you know, tone whatever. So Yeah. So that was good. Um, pretty much the haunting starts. He messes it all up because he's not paying attention. He just, how many times does Will Ferrell tell him to shut up? It's just like, <laughs> um, you know, he's just kind of, he thinks it's a joke and whatever. He's not taking it seriously. And then you come, you know, come to find out that, uh, that uh, the present takes him, that takes uh, Ryan Reynolds' character into his past. And that's where you find out the big twist that obviously I wasn't expecting at all, but that the ghost of Christmas present is actually Scrooge. 
What? I know, right? Spoiler. I I warned people. Okay, so the thing I mentioned in the Presence Lament song, mm-hmm. he says a line about him being like unredeemable and stuff, and he yep. looks at the statue of Scrooge when he says that. Really? Yep. When he's talking about that. himself, he's looking at that statue. Hmm. And like I said, I didn't catch it until the second time around. Also, yeah. Dolly Parton is in the Hall of the Redeemed. Did you see that? Oh, yes, it is. She is. That's hilarious. I chuckled at that. You chuckled? I was like, yeah, I was like, that's Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was funny. Um, So, yeah, you, you kind of go through this past of him. And the next song comes up. It's Good Afternoon, which I guess is like a bad thing to say back then. I've never people. heard of that before. I don't think that's actually a thing, but it could be. I don't know. We didn't live then. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? It could have been. But they're saying that Good Afternoons pretty much means like go like go away, beep off, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what? Um, oh, yeah. And like he's pretty much just egging him on the entire time. I think like ryan reynolds character really wants will ferrell's character to become scrooge again he's like let loose be mean like come on like be mean right so it's it's like he's trying to deflect from him yes the whole movie the whole time from him but yeah not not my favorite number but it was good it's the one i laughed the most in i think yeah um but yeah, musically, I like some of the other ones better, but it's still a really good song. Yeah. And they I do know. the tap soft shoe thing in the middle, which was funny. Yeah, yeah it was good. Oh my it gosh. A... The Judy Dench bit. Oh, yes. Chocolate. I like to do that movie, Chocolate. 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 <laughs> which I haven't seen. <laughs> No. I was like, probably, probably wasn't too funny to me because I was like, what are they talking about? I was like, is that really Judy Dench? Oh my gosh, she's a, a national yeah. treasure. National treasure. I love everything she's in. Oh my gosh, yeah. That was a good, yeah. There were just good moments in that whole song um, mm-hmm. that were just fun and then the dancing numbers and everything. Um, and then the, at the beginning when he was singing in that accent, he's like, your accent blows. <laughs> <laughs> it um, truly was terrible and the fact that he kept that up in the singing throughout the whole song was wonderful yeah it was pretty good um i feel like there was something i was gonna say oh yeah um pretty much like uh ryan reynolds character he's he, he's going through something that he that he keeps trying to show him something that he doesn't want to see and then he just kind of backs out of and that's you know his sister you know uh passing away from being sick and and uh and he just wasn't he was there but he wasn't there and she asked him if she if he could take care of her daughter and he was like no i'm not a kid person um that aspect was you know really really kind of interesting because you know you see ryan reynolds characters past and as a child and stuff and just stuff stuff that he has been through to kind of make him who he is today, uh, make him who he was in the movie. And so that was kind of interesting just to kind of see his backstory. Um, but you know, it, it really does show that 
that sometimes you grow up and, you know, bad things happen to you and stuff happens in your life that you don't want to, you know, go through again or that you, you know, want to forget or whatever. But it really does make you who you are in the present time. So, right. That was kind of, I just wanted to mention that, but. Yeah. And I mean, that scene you mentioned, uh, it, it's interesting because like, if you really think about it, it is a big ask, um, taking a child and raising them Yeah, when you're completely not prepared for that. But out of the two of the brothers, he was probably the most financially prepared, (laughs) um, which, but not the most emotionally. Right. I mean, obviously the younger brother did a really good job of raising her to be a good person, which he might not have, but that's kind of the first moment where you're like, Oh, you're kind of not a great person. Yeah. But also it's understandable. (laughs) Yeah. Which we haven't mentioned it at at all yet, but um, one of the, one of the parts in the movie is when he, uh, the, 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 the daughter, um little girl she's wanting to become class president and so she goes to him saying hey i need help you know being class president and he's all like oh you need to you know dig up dirt on this what was it like eight ten twelve year old what was it i think it was like 13 years old something like that he was like an eighth grade or something yeah you need to dig up dirt on this kid and you need to show it all to the class and it's talking about how um you know, he was like mean to homeless people, even though he worked at a food bank or whatever. And he said that his parents made him do it. And so they were going to post him everywhere and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, not a very, not a very good, smart thing to do, you know. Right. But uh, but yeah, that, that, that's the business that he's in. He's there to dig up dirt on people. So um, kind of moving on to the next song, uh, which is a good it's just probably one of the best songs in the show at least in my opinion um but that is uh finally you know he, he's can uh ryan reynolds character has convinced will ferrell's character to actually retire join the real world and live the life that he's always wanted Be- oh also you find out that scrooge only was alive for what three weeks three weeks <laughs> after christmas yes it's like did, did that actually happen or did did they just say yeah he was alive for three weeks after he uh i don't think that was actually a thing though right i don't think that's ever mentioned when he dies but yeah, i don't think they made it three weeks yeah, which they're like what, he was alive for three weeks and he died <laughs> oh, God, which geez. causes this eternal struggle of did i really change which in my opinion if he's doing all this every year even as a ghost, like yeah. it's proven how he's changed. Yeah. And he was wanting to, he thinks that making people change is helping him believe that he has changed. So that was that internal struggle, the entire movie of, did he really redeem himself after he, you know, made good on his promises to the ghosts and then died three weeks later. Right. And so the next song is Unredeemable. Um, you know, the one question that he that he wants to ask himself is he for is is he forever unredeemable? 
Um, so this he wants is to go find song. out in his world. What? This is such a good song, and it is Will, really good. Will Ferrell does so well. On he it. nailed it. Like I said, he he nailed it. He did so good. It was so good. Um, and all he did was stand there, really. Yeah. Well, they did the dancing and the lights Ooh. and everything. That was really cool. I love yeah. how they did that number. Yeah. It was good. And I think the song, you know, it really just speaks to everybody, you know, who who has done something truly, truly horrible or maybe has done something horrible for a long period of time or just, you know, the biggest thing, you know, are, is anyone truly you know, redeemable, um, you know, when they do something bad or is, you know, someone truly forgiven or whatever. And, and, uh, and I think that that really speaks truth to this movie. I think it really tries to, to, to bring that out. Um, because he really wants to live, continue living his life to try to see if he truly did change. So, yeah, I think and he, he, what they he touched got to do on there things was that uh, he wants to do things that he never got to do. Sorry, I interrupted, but no, you're I, good. I technically interrupted you. No, you're good. What'd you say? I really don't remember now. <laughs> I I love that they put that in there or something. Yeah, that was good. And then of course the next song. So pretty much he comes back to Earth as a as a live human. The first thing he does is takes a takes a shower. Which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna do um, this every month. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy that showers once a month. <laughs> it's like, oh no, shower more, please. Um But uh pretty much he meet you know, he he, he meets uh um what's her name? What's the character's name? Kimberly. Kimberly. Um you know, for the first time actually alive and he just like, You wanna go somewhere? <laughs> Just kind of creepy. Which and she's immediately on board. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to go somewhere." What are you talking about? <laughs> it's very rushed. It's very like, you know, very much like what's the word? I know a place movie... called Heaven on a Stick. Yeah, movie theater <laughs> or movie love. That's what it is, right? You know, everything happens really fast, and it just happens perfectly. Well, there was a spark. Yeah, there was a spark. <laughs> spark that was there, but I do have to say that the reprise of the view from here is my next favorite it's so short but it's so good it's so really like, you just like that song it is a really good <laughs> song but the, the the part where they're just walking you know along the beat or along the beach along the they're not the on a beach. river <laughs> the river <laughs> um just really sweet and i don't know if i liked it more because i was you know watching it with my girlfriend but like i'm just saying it was it was it was a good moment i really liked <laughs> it so yeah, that was good, but it was short, but it was good. I liked it. Um, and then, of course, the ending song uh, was, is, you know, do a little good, you know. So even if you just do, if you try your best every day to do, try to do a little good, it doesn't have to be huge, but if you try to do a little bit, then you're making the world a better place. Like, that's the last song. But of course, you know, kind of wrapping this up story, you know, movie wise, you know, they go and they run, you know, because, well, I guess R Ryan Reynolds uh, character, uh, he has to do the Ghost of Christmas uh, future yet to come. 
comes to find out that the daughter, then you know that he said to spread lies, well not spread lies, but to, you know, do thing, you know, post something bad about the other boy. About pretty a much cyberbully. Cyberbullying, pretty much. Even though it's not really because he did do it, but anyway, um, <laughs> they just pointed it out again and shared it with everybody. Okay, Clint. <laughs> but pretty much, she posted it. It ruined his life, the little kid's life, and I, I don't even want to say it, but he something he did something well, bad and he he died and I I and feel like <laughs> feel like what. I feel like okay sure yeah imply it but um it <laughs> sure. got yeah super it. serious for it a comedy did. musical it did like, get super serious i was a little stunned yeah like i was like dang really oh my gosh this is dark but i mean i guess i don't know i mean like anyway it's implied he bad stuff happened because they shared this video and it ruined this little in this kid's life anyway um and so he was like oh gosh all of this because he posted some she posted something that's horrible you know and it, he he really did he really never said oh i changed da, da, da. he's just like i gotta get back and stop her from doing this and so he gets back tries to find her you know tries to stop her from doing it but stupid stuff keeps happening then you find out that she never did post it because she's a better human than Clint is. Well, and Kimberly was there and told her yeah. that the choices we make have consequences and they define us as a person. Yeah. And then she goes on to quit in song. And it's one of my favorite moments because she's amazing. And then Ryan's uh, like, Kimberly, I have to stop you. But even though you are on fire right now, yeah, she's like you're on fire right now. But I killing have to stop it, you. right? I have to know. Did she post yeah. it? But that's one of my favorite moments. That is a great moment. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they don't post it, and then you know the present is still the you know, Christmas present. Scrooge is still kind of you know down. Like, did I really redeem myself? Am I really a changed man? Will I just go back to being Scrooge? And he was like, no, 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 it's too late. I need to go back and die. I need to die again so that I can, you know, keep helping people. And then he goes out to be in front of a bus and Ryan Reynolds character pushes him out of the way. And they do the song and dance number because every time freezes. Because he did change. He, he, he sacrificed his own life for a friend. Hmm. And then they do an amazing dance number and song, the finale, the finale song, do a little good, like I explained. And then I knew it was coming because I was like, wait a second. He stopped right in front. Of wait, real quick. My favorite part of the last of the that last song is that the, yeah. the bus in the background subtitles the whole song. It even does. the claps I noticed that killed me. I, I was chuckling too. I was like, does that say? The song title, I think, or that's not the song title, but the you know the lyrics, the, the subtitles, yeah, the yeah. lyrics. Yeah, I saw it coming. I was like, like right at the end of the song, I was like, he's standing in front of the bus and it's gonna unfreeze. Yep. And then, bam! What? I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he flew. Because it, then... even though he changed and it's a great movie, it's still a comedy. 
Yeah, it's still a a, a comedy that's really dark at the end. Because that was a pretty gruesome death when he got hit by the bus. They didn't show anything. It's they fine. didn't, but he flew. He flew pretty, pretty far. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, he gets up. He's a ghost. And and uh, Jacob Marley comes up. He's all like, hey, you're the one that stood in front of a bus. <laughs> like, like, just because you saved him doesn't mean that you don't you can't. You, you you can't you don't you don't have to suffer the consequences or whatever right because without which cons- i mean come on they could have just moved him out of the way a little bit it could have been a happy ending but no because without consequences it has no meaning <sighs> well it's sad so anyway clint dies <laughs> and will's character the president scrooge whatever he goes by now um wouldn't that be kind of funny if you went by ebenezer scrooge Right. Instead he's like, he I'm goes Ebenezer. It's like, oh that's funny. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, but it doesn't matter because they can still be together because Clint comes to him with, you know, cases and stuff like that. Which I feel like is kind of illegal probably in that. Like he's like, Hey, he retired, let him go live his life. You can't just show up at his house with somebody's personal, you know, life. Right. You know, he's not a ghost anymore. But uh, but no, I'd, overall, I would say a solid, gosh, rating it, I would say definitely a 9 out of 10. Is yeah. Is that too high? For you, yes. For me, no. <laughs> I really liked it. So I'm going to say 9 out of 10. I'll say 8 and a half. 8 and a half? Yeah. Wow, you just have to be lower than me. I do. It never happens. I know it, it does never happen, which is weird. Um, but I, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, I recommend it to people who enjoy singing. Um, you know, it, it's it's a very strong musical. Great acting, great story, great music. So, uh, so yeah. Any any last thoughts? Oh, I do want to mention that Tracy Morgan plays um, <laughs> um, the 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 ghost of Christmas yet to come. So yeah, we, it didn't, is hilar- we didn't what? talk about him or past. We didn't, but that's okay. They're kind of side characters anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, there was that moment at the beginning where, I mean, the past is played by a lady because I think actually, you know, in multiple versions, the, the past is played by a woman um, and uh, sometimes even played by a kid anyway. So, <laughs> Um, but like a woman and she's like, you know, she's anyway, obviously attracted to Ryan, Reynolds. obviously attracted because who who's not attracted to Ryan Reynolds? Um, and so some stuff happens and they, yeah, and pretty much the present has to take over the past duties to finish what she was doing because she, you know, did something bad. That's just with- a hilarious scene because she's like, I need you to take over my duties because, um. It might be awkward if I go back there. And <laughs> She's like, I can't see. I can't get him. You can't get too attached. And then you have to come. It's like, you better not come back here with the same story. <laughs> and then at the end, when he becomes a ghost, they marry each other, I think, or they're together. Right. It's so cute. Um, yeah. So, so cute. Anyway, Tracy Morgan plays the voice, which is hilarious because Tracy Morgan's voice is so distinguishable. But yet the voice of Chris or the Chris, the ghost of Christmas yet to come does not speak. He just points, which is a joke throughout the show as well. So 
like I said, recommend it. It's very good. It's just a cute, fun Christmas movie. Um, oh, any last thoughts for you? No. No. <laughs> Watch it. Enjoy it. Watch it. Enjoy Listen it. Listen to the music. You know, I've titled this episode Spirited the New Best Christmas Movie. Well, that's presumptuous. I mean, I just watched a castle for Christmas and it's got the guy Wesley from Princess Diaries and it's cheesy as mess. So I feel like you're pretty presumptuous. there. But did you enjoy that one? Well, yeah, it's Scottish. As much as you enjoyed Spirited. No. Exactly, folks. You heard it here first. Um, So as you sit down with your family or your dog or your cat or whatever pet you may have. Go watch the new movie Spirited. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing an advertiser right now. Um, Are you getting is, paid for this? No. It is such a great uh, movie with great songs. Like I said, if you like musicals, um, if you like musicals, you won't be disappointed. If you don't like singing in movies, well, you probably won't like it. Just saying. Uh, but uh, thanks for coming on the show, Jonathan. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Yet again. And uh, thank you for listening, you listeners out there. Shows air every two weeks on Thursdays, so be ready for the next episode that is to come. And that is going to be the Christmas episode, which is awesome because the Christmas episodes always do the best. I don't, I don't know why, but every year the Christmas episodes do the best. So be excited for that. I'm very excited for this year. Um, no spoilers, but it is, it is, it is going to be a pretty good one. So thanks for listening. Stay safe out there, and remember, you don't care.